I've seen this white praying mantis and I like did this double take because Lucia and at the ranch has also been talking about the return of the white lions and the return of the white animals. I think pretty rare to see a yeah, white like one. Yeah, like if I saw a white praying mantis, I would be like, <sighs> I have been blessed. Welcome to another episode of The Orphic. My name is Alyssa. I'm an astrophysicist. I have my PhD and I'm interested in understanding how the entire universe works energetically, consciously. Um, everything is connected. There is a consciousness to the motion of the galaxies and to the interaction between the planets and all these celestial bodies. And I really want to know, basically extend spirituality and consciousness to the entire universe and understand how it all works so that's what i care most about please give me a follow on instagram at interdimensional.astrophysics hey i'm michaela with mariposa moonchild on instagram so please follow me there i do energy medicine and uh, shadow alchemy um i guess with my work i would like to expand the levels and layers of consciousness through humanity uh, moving us into that as uh, evolving us as a collective into that love frequency into that love consciousness and doing that through our own healing and our own shadow work and our own uh, deep inner work and learning how to connect to your inner wisdom and really building a relationship with that and from there um, yeah moving into your own work of your inner healing and into that uh 5d new earth evolution consciousness yeah. <laughs> just throw all, all those words together yeah i'm still sick so my brain is still a little like uh, yeah. you can hear it in my voice yeah my yeah, like i'm bit. just a little floaty yeah little, like uh, right. kind of like in a fish bowl right yeah. now but yeah, yeah the fish bowl head you That's guys right. know what yeah. i mean <laughs> 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 sorry i can edit it out <laughs> So they, yeah, they know what you mean. Yeah, you know consciousness and stuff. <laughs> yeah, so um, let's do some grounding in, and let's take some deep breaths and get present. So I'm just gonna light some Palo Santo. I was lighting this uh, Shambhala and waving it around, and one of my friends tried to smoke it. Really. <laughs> It's funny which is so fair because like <laughs> okay okay All close right. your eyes uh feet flat on the floor let's take some deep cleansing breaths breathing in that palo santo filling your lungs all the way to the top pausing here Open your mouth and let it go. Letting go of anything heavy, anything that might be weighing you down today, releasing it with the breath. Taking another deep cleansing breath in, filling your lungs all the way to the top. Breathing in that Palo Santo and sending it to any space where it feels like there might be something heavy or stuck or stagnant in your body. Sending it into that space. Holding. And letting it go. 
allowing for whatever needs to be released to be released. One more big breath in. Hold. Feeling your heart beating and the blood running through your veins. Sending that Palo Santo throughout your body to cleanse out and clear any negativity. And release. It's nice actually being able to smell the Palo Santo now. Yeah. Instead of just through Zoom. Leave it there. Ooh, it smells so good. All right. Yeah. So <coughs> this is our second time recording together in person, which is fun. But yeah, so what are we doing on this episode? This is probably going to be like, yeah, split into two, um, go into two parts, which is basically just going to be a bit about our experiences over the last few weeks, right? Like um, some about my time in Canada, Michaela, like your time at the, the Shambhala Music Festival and everything. And yeah, just kind of, we're just going to talk about our experiences. Like I finally went to uh, Lucia's ranch, which I talked about in the last episode, or just the fact that I went there, which was so cool. And I got a session. Um, so I'll talk about that a little bit later too. And just my experience there. And yeah, well, let's start with you and Shambhala. <laughs> I thought we were going to start with you. Oh, <laughs> that's okay. We could. We'll start with you. <laughs> And hi to the new listeners that Michaela recruited at Shambhala. <laughs> yeah, I hope you guys are listening. Definitely shout out <laughs> to you guys. Oh, where do I begin? It's been a whirlwind. Yeah, it's been a whirlwind. I definitely have the Shambhalung. Um, <laughs> Shambhalung. That's carried over into just a whole actual sickness um that I'm still recovering from so yeah you can hear it in my voice very nasally and I'm coughing a lot in this episode unfortunately I seem to be coughing a lot today um yeah where do you begin I feel like explaining Shambhala is like trying to explain what goes on at the ranch not that it's like yeah. anything similar <laughs> right not that it's the same but just the mysteriousness of it yeah but it's like one of those things where like, how do you explain it to somebody who's, like, not there? Because yeah. it's such an experience. Yeah. This was my second year going to Shambhala. Mm -hmm. I went last year very much on a whim. Um, I th I'll tell that story in a second. Yeah. Because it's kind of pretty cool. So I've, I was definitely meant to go there last year. And I was definitely meant to go there again. So there's something happening with the energy there and the mm -hmm. land there. There's definitely something happening there. Yeah. It's in, quite... B it's in BC? Mm -hmm. Mm hmm Yeah, it's in BC, Canada. It's a very, very unique festival. Like Bryce and I have, well, we've been raving since a little, like a little bit out of high school. We like to go to festivals and dance and mm -hmm. we went to edc yeah you guys like festivals <laughs> yeah to edc in 2019 and that was a trip too that was also like really crazy and really mm -hmm. cool but like yeah. totally different wavelength than shambhala and i mean maybe i'm biased because i've haven't been to a ton of festivals and i haven't been like all over the world and stuff mm -hmm. but i don't know if there's anything else that really exists yeah quite like Shambhala right it is it is pretty unique right 
Yeah, it's very unique with just like the setting. It's on a farm, mm-hmm. um, like a private farm, a working cattle farm all of the year. So even like. <coughs> so even like the stages and stuff are permanently set up. Which Oh, really? Yeah. Which isn't normal. Like most other places like yeah. EC is on like the raceway and like. Yeah. And they're constantly moving things and taking them down and like stuff like that. And these are like very very unique stages that are like in the forest on this farm like Mm -hmm. in the forest along the river um yeah and it's just got like a really really unique energy there and i would say frequency and especially vibe like as far as the people yeah definitely and i like are there it's basically like in the woods too well you said Mm -hmm. in the forest right and there's Mm -hmm. probably not that many festivals i feel like i think festivals and i think like open air like big field stuff like that and this from like the pictures and videos that you're showing me it's just like they're building stages and like dance floors and you're like in the woods and the the trees are like right next to you right Mm -hmm. which is pretty cool because then you're getting that like nature vibration (laughs) yeah yeah Yeah, that part yeah that piece of it is really cool but there's something going on with the land there i mean there are other festivals that exist that i think like there's electric forest Mm -hmm. which is like in the forest but it's like a bigger it's run by insomniac and it's a way bigger kind of like corporation event Mm -hmm. and then apparently there's these things in uh, australia called like doofies or doofs or something Mm -hmm. that are similar to shambhala Mm -hmm. but I've, I mean, I've never been. I don't really know. It's yeah. also very, very, very dusty at Shambhala. So that's the Shambhalung yeah, that yeah, yeah. I'm speaking to. Because yes. even though I did my best to wear like things around your yeah, wear my bandana or wear my pashmina, and I actually did try really hard. Yeah. It's just it's a mix of things. It's like it, I found it um particularly really dusty this year. Although yeah. I've only gone twice, so mm-hmm. I think it's usually pretty dusty there. Uh, as well as just like your body gets run down like yeah, totally. these things go all all night like i think on mm-hmm. monday the last dj stopped at like 10 in the morning oh my god yeah <laughs> so like you're yeah and i am someone who needs like 10 hours of sleep a night like mm-hmm. to be like comfortable and rested so yeah. it's pretty like hard on the body and you do your best to take your yeah. electrolytes and your vitamins and eat as much as possible but it's like a trip. Yep. It's like definitely. Yeah. It's like a full on trip. And so there's no alcohol to right at this. Yeah. So one. that's what I that's what I think makes it really, really unique because mm-hmm. I don't know if that exists anywhere else. I'm sure it does, but I don't I don't know. Mm-hmm. Like maybe even Wicked Woods in Fairmont does that too. I don't I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um but I know that's one thing that's like unique and special about this place that it is a dry festival, so no booze is allowed. Yeah uh and so with that other substances yes <laughs> so what do we have left um <laughs> the others the other things so there is harm reduction set up there and there is medic teams that work very hard um and then besides that it's you bring in whatever whatever else you want so that can be a large array (laughs) of things um and that's up to personal preference i guess what you want to experiment with or Mm -hmm. dabble in but i personally think it's the dry festival that makes the vibes so so good because Mm -hmm. it is different yeah like the energy there is like it's very it's tangible like how different it is or then 
if you go to a, a concert or another yeah. crowd where people are drinking yeah like, definitely the vibration is way different because yeah. people when people are drinking like all of a sudden they're pushing in crowds or yeah. like they're knocking your drinks right. out of your hands or there's just like this like kind of underlying violent energy that comes yeah from because it's like even though people that drink like are doing it to try to have a good time it's like you, there's still a negative like okay i guess what i because what i was thinking is that those types of drugs like they're also like uplifting and euphoric right and it's like the goal is to just be like wow like i'm so uplifted and then i was thinking though but people drink to try to feel uplifted but it still lowers your vibration and it's still you well, can't it's a downer right like, it's a, down, a downer yeah it's a downer and you can't deny that the some of the side effects are of like drinking or like anger and like things and there's all these like n- these things that happen down the road like at the end of the night by the time you're like drinking a lot so it just it completely is gonna shift like the whole frequency of the of the whole place and the crowd yeah i mean it, like it brings up a really interesting point too because I'm not like that big of a drinker honestly mm-hmm. like yeah. i'm not the type not. of person no i'm really not like i don't really crave a drink like ever mm-hmm. like maybe yeah no i don't really yeah. like i will have one like can't i really <laughs> <laughs> and, and most people like can't yeah. like i don't know yeah. mm-hmm. um like and if i go have a nice dinner or something i'll be like yeah sure like a glass of wine would like pair nicely with this mm-hmm. and then i will like socially i will socially more so I think just to keep up with yeah. everyone that's around me, like in situations, even in the past when I was younger, when people like are kind of going hard and they're partying and they're having fun, like I feel like I almost have to force myself to have the drinks to stay at that yeah. level. And like yeah. I'm still doing it and having fun and making that choice. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I just. Yeah, totally. Yeah. And I'm just not the type of person that after like if i have like a hard day at work or something or like a hard day just in general and i come home like i don't not like oh i am craving like a drink yeah um maybe a hoot or something on the other hand yeah sure Mm -hmm. but yeah anyways so yeah that is a really unique part of the festival i mean do people like sneak it in and Mm -hmm. is there a little bit there yeah there definitely is but like overall um they're not selling it you can't buy it there it's like it's a rule that it's not allowed in so you get searched and if they find it it gets dumped out and there's multiple things for this because there's the vibe but it's also safety like yeah a lot of the time a high percentage of ods happen because they're mixed with alcohol oh Mm -hmm. because alcohol dehydrates you yeah and it's just like the it's usually just like and alcohol is also a drug like this yeah. is a thing that society fails right. to kind of realize like right. it's a drug and it's actually one of the worst drugs in mm-hmm. my opinion like it's like got one of the highest addiction rates and mm-hmm. like yeah um like if you look across north america like how many people are addicted to alcohol mm-hmm. and a lot yeah yeah so they'll dump it out uh if they find it and um and yeah it's like it's part of like the harm reduction as well and then just like the vibes yeah because people are just like it's and like when people are drinking like you don't have control of your body you're sloppy Mm -hmm. you're like you're belligerent you're obnoxious like the way it is i mean it always depends on each person but if everyone like that's in a crowd like when you go to a concert or other festival i do find there is a difference Mm um not to say other things don't happen there do other people indulge and do too much right right. yeah of like of other substances but 
I overall from um last year with my experience last year my experience this year there's just like something about the vibe and the people that's mm-hmm. like so welcoming yeah very love frequency very love frequency just mm-hmm. like so cool like instead of this like pushing angry or like I just kind of care about myself like when yeah. going through the crowds and stuff like right, everyone right, is right. just so nice to each other mm-hmm. like yeah just like yeah sure man hey what's up yeah. like happy shams and you say people just... are like always giving each other hugs like yeah yeah constantly uh, like constant hugs constant hugs like it's just kind of a thing like if you're not a hugger uh you will be when you go to shams <laughs> because like that's so cute and fun yeah it is so cute and fun and it also just like it makes you like realize that that can exist yeah because it's like why why aren't we all like hugging mm. each other or like passing right. this love around like humans tend to be just like so guarded and like i'm guilty of that too but yeah. like there it's just like people just yeah. they just like want to give this love and like you're just walking past people and they're just like happy shams happy shams yeah happy shams. yeah it's so fun being at like a, a something like that <coughs> either like I don't know where it just when you go to one of those things where it's like oh the regular social rules don't apply and we're all just happy and love each other and you just like you know I feel like it's it's almost like only one of those things that can happen at those festivals and I mean hey ideally like that's more of what new earth looks like and everything but like I can understand how that is what happens at these festivals where it's just like we're all so happy to be here and like we're in this bubble and like this is where we all love each other inside of this bubble and like unfortunately like everyone leaves and like you're not just gonna hug everyone or else around you but that's all right because you still had that experience of like loving everyone in that bubble of shared intention and everything and it's cute well i find it very sweet <laughs> well and that's why people go to these things because they want to feel yeah. that frequency and they want to feel that connection and when you're there it's kind of like this unspoken thing that most people or everyone they're all, they're there for the same thing so they want that hug and they want that connection even if you are a little bit shy or yeah. like <coughs> or whatever like it's so much more than just a music festival and mind you like it's mm-hmm. now at this point they because it's a it's an electronic music festival and so they bring in like some pretty big names which attracts like people too and stuff but people do go because it's just this really unique experience and the vibes and just the openness like Mm -hmm. i personally also felt like really safe there for myself like i felt like if i was ever in trouble or if i was alone like i could find somebody around me or in the crowd and i feel like they would help me yeah um also i lost my phone yeah right on the sunday like which was my bad like i mean bryce and i both don't know who exactly Mm -hmm. lost it i think it was me i think i had it and i set it down Mm -hmm. somewhere accidentally if i was in like um the washroom or somewhere else that we sat and like i I lost it like i left it there and Mm. the next day it was at the lost and found which is like pretty crazy yeah like that must be some good people in there it is and i keep like thinking of that person because i don't know who did it and right. i'm just like i'm just like bless gratitude. you bless you gratitude yes. gratitude. gratitude so the off chance you're listening to this i don't know if you are but i mean i guess you wouldn't have known if it was my phone but it was black and it had a forest had like a forest screensaver on it anyways doesn't matter but thank you yes gratitude but it was just like and and that was a interesting like kind of surrender release of control too because i remember bryce is like 
you're handling this pretty good. And I'm like, well, what am I supposed to do? Yeah, like, yeah. like freak out and let this like ruin my night. Like it's either, it's either I'm going to find it. I'll find it tomorrow at the mm-hmm. lost and found. Cause the lost and found was closed at this point. We went and tried and looked and yeah. I retraced my steps and nothing. Yeah. It's either somebody takes it there and I'm lucky or someone doesn't. And then and we'll go from there. Right. What are you going to do? Yeah. What are you going to do? But someone did, someone did return it. when I was there, there was a bunch of phones there and I just like, mm-hmm. I don't know if there's many other places as that would happen. Like it's yeah. possible because if I found someone's phone right. wherever because I was, like, I would return it. People are still good. There are still a lot of good people in the world, but you know, there still aren't. <laughs> but like for example, at EDC, and I would still love to go to EDC again, but it's just like a whole different ball game. Like yeah. I think EDC has it's like um Electric Daisy Carnival in Las Vegas and it's on it's in the Speedway, the Motor Speedway, and I think there's like mm-hmm. maybe 500,000 people that come in and out of it over the weekend. Wow. Like it's huge. The crowds are, yeah, the crowds are ginormous. Like you're in one stage with like tens of thousands of people. Mm -hmm. Like it's, but but at the same time, it's also like a wild experience. Like to all be at the same artist and be loving it so much and everyone around you is Mm -hmm. just like there for the same reasons and the energy of it. Right. Because we did that in 2019 is pretty cool. But um, my friends went to it recently the the one this year because i also think there's um there's this interesting thing that's happening with festival culture well there where there is like this long-standing festival culture and there's a lot of people i find lately that have been coming into it to just like party and get fucked up Mm -hmm. so there's this weird kind of mishmash that's happening with these places Mm -hmm. um but edc this past year everyone was getting their phone stolen Mm -hmm. like I mean, I don't know for sure, but I'd say it was almost like a 50-50 rate. Like, people were going... There were so, so, so many groups that were buying tickets to go into the festival just to steal phones. Yeah, right. You told me that. That's crazy. So it would be like a group of like 10 people. This is their job. They're going in there to steal phones. They're very like... If you've ever watched that like movie Focus, like they like... They're like trained in how to steal things. It's like the whole thing where you like (laughs) bump into somebody on the side and then like while they're distracted, someone's like like pit pocketing your fanny pack and my like my friend i think both of them my friend and her partner Mm -hmm. um both had their (coughs) phones stolen i think one got it back because maybe he was like holding it or something i don't remember but she got her phone stolen and i've seen many accounts of people who were straight up sober had their phones stolen because these people are so like calculated in what they're doing and there's so many people yeah those but that's like crazy to have it like because i did not feel that way when bryce and i went in 2019 i wouldn't i didn't feel like as safe as i felt like if i got lost from bryce i would have been scared it was yeah. like because there's so many people and it's like so crazy mm-hmm. um but yeah anyways it was crazy that like just people are intentionally going going into those places like stealing phones and like mm-hmm. just like a different vibe but moral of the story i got my phone back yes thank god and it was also and i remember bryce being like it'll be there tomorrow it'll be there tomorrow like i have faith <laughs> in this like, place how do you know yeah i, got, I have faith <laughs> in this place and like these people that it'll be there tomorrow so and, and i did too honestly mm-hmm. like and i like again i don't know yeah i don't know if i was at a concert in the city and i left it on the ground if i would find it anywhere or at any any other festivals so right pretty cool too Mm -hmm. yeah well i think that's part of the thing with the vibe too and people are wanting to go there to connect because people people really like to trade things there so Mm -hmm. beforehand 
they'll like order like little tiny people like to trade like little tiny things it seems like there was a lot of like little like tiny ducks like really really tiny ducks um or little other like tiny things that they'd want to trade and you kind of like i think the basis is i mean you can you can do it however you want but like if you maybe meet somebody in the crowd or somebody Mm -hmm. that you vibe with like you you have something that you can like trade to them and give to them and offering yeah an offering it's just like so beautiful and cute and pure it is cute because it's also like things The things that you're doing the trading with aren't necessarily like valuable. It's just like in terms of in terms whatever, of maybe society right. standards. In terms of are, like yeah. monetarily, it's not like you're trading things of value. You're just it's very inner child like. It's very like oh, take this little plastic duck and give me this other little plastic thing. Like tee hee hee. Well, it, <laughs> it is fun. kind of this like fairy tale land yeah it is like it sounds like yeah which is like i totally get why in this going to substances like my people indulge in like um psychedelics and stuff because this place is like totally built for that yeah to just like run around and do that like the stages are like so unique like there is this one spot where there's like lamp shades that are like hanging up in the trees and it's just like got Mm -hmm. this like there's kind of like disney books that are laying around just like nostalgic like in the forest enchanted enchanted yeah Mm -hmm. feeling it's so cool and and it's also just um yeah the how like open it is too you know nobody around you gives like a fuck because they're so like either in their own trip or in like on their own thing or they're just like they're so open to like Mm -hmm. and that's why people come to these things because they feel like they can be themselves here like people who have social anxieties are like coming out of their shell and they have like they're giving people little ducks and they're meeting people Mm -hmm. um or you can dress however you want. Like the like I love seeing the costumes mm-hmm. and the way people like dress. Uh because you can like like the on the last day we're walking down in like the Teletubbies, like <laughs> yeah. start walking down to, to the stages. Because why not? Because <laughs> why not? And we see like a blow up polar bear in the crowd and like a blow yeah. up unicorn, and it's just like yeah. it's just and it's just hilarious. You can wear like whatever you want. Like, I mean, and lots of girls too, like they're just wearing like small bikinis and stuff like that. Cause what they feel comfortable mm-hmm. and sexy and pretty yeah. in, and that's a place where they can wear that. Or like the clitter critter clips is like yeah a big thing where they're like little animals yeah, and yeah, have their yeah. tails um <laughs> and it's just like really cool that it's a place because this is also things where if you wear this you know like out in the street like you're gonna get weird looks and you're you feel yeah. like you're gonna be judged and to yes. be able to have like um a week or a weekend in your life where you feel like you can come somewhere and like wear whatever you want and feel so good Mm -hmm. and you also like know other people are gonna appreciate like people are gonna come up to you and be like you look so beautiful Mm -hmm. or like i love your outfit or i love this and you see other people that you love whatever they're wearing and you 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 tell them because like Mm -hmm. you you want to tell them and and people put like people spend a lot of time and effort and hours into making some of their costumes. Like I yeah, see so many like cute like little like mushroom girls. Yeah. And, like they're so cute. I would love to be like a mushroom girl yeah. sometime. <laughs> <coughs> but yeah, they just have the cute little like red hats and like little like dots on their face uh-huh. and Oh, that's cute. Yeah, it's cute. Um so then yeah, so when it comes to like the trading stuff. So this year I got I wanted to do, since I do like oracle card readings and I love my oracle cards, Mm -hmm. 
um, I I put intent into having more of a spiritual experience this year because Mm. last year was a really fly of by the seat of my pants whirlwind. Right. It was very new. Yeah. And you were alone last year, you should mention, right? Yeah, I was alone. Bryce didn't come with me. I went by myself. And so the festival... The camping gates for the festival open on Tuesday at like six in the morning or something. Mm -hmm. And then you can leave like the following Tuesday. So it's kind of like a week long thing. Like the music kind of more starts on some of the stages open up on Thursday, like smaller stages. And then everything's fully blown open on Friday, Saturday and Sunday, three day festival. And they give you an extra day to stay over because everything's open so late. Um, So last year I got my ticket and i think decided i was coming to the festival on wednesday evening when the festival had already like started like mm-hmm. people are already there camping yeah, right super last minute so it was very last minute and mm-hmm. i didn't get there till friday at about wednesday night because it was so last minute bryce wasn't able to come with me and i had to make a decision because at first i didn't really want to go alone mm-hmm. i've never been to a camping festival i didn't want to camp alone because yeah. my friends had um lodging so i wasn't able to like like uh, take a tent and just like lodge next to them yeah i also didn't have a tent like we have a trailer like i don't have a tent and i don't have an air mattress and so it was a lot of like last minute shit to like yeah figure out yeah it's a lot of uh a lot of details a lot of details Mm -hmm. and i was also like at the time just how things had worked out i was like pretty low on money Mm -hmm. like really low on money and it was interesting because earlier in the year, my friend kept saying, like, come to Shambhala, come, come to Shambhala. And it was kind of like, I don't I don't think I can make it work this year. Like, I don't know if I can afford it because it is a lot to, like, go and do your camping and your food yeah. and, like, everything you need to just even go there and yeah. be comfortable and pack. Like, mm-hmm. it's a big... It's a lot of prep. It's a lot of prep. It's yeah. a big commitment. It's a big weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, And then just last year with the way that tickets were working out, there was, like, tickets were rolling over from the last couple of years of the pandemic and I think people still weren't super sure about going out. So it yeah. was a really, really weird year and that people were selling their tickets for like extremely low. Yeah, like a lot being sold on Facebook. Yeah, a lot were still sold on Facebook this year, but um, just like extremely low. Like this yeah. year they were being sold at face value or yeah. I know of people that were buying them even higher than that. Oh, wow. Because they, they sold out this year. Mm-hmm. And last year they didn't sell out. So people were selling them way below and my friend was like, I've seen some tickets go because a regular ticket is like five twenty five mm-hmm. plus fees and taxes, potentially plus your lodging if you want to do lodging. Yeah. Elsewise, you can do free camping, but it, a lot of stuff adds up like it, yeah, things just add up. Yeah, the tent. <laughs> well, also because like if you bring a vehicle in, you still and you have to pay for early entry, even if you're in the free camping. If you're mm-hmm. in the free camping, you're just basically out in a big dusty ass field and there's a there's a lot to it um but she was like i see i'm seeing some tickets go like really low like as low as 200 dollars. and in my head with my situation i'm like if i'm gonna go to this like i need to buy a ticket absolutely as low as possible and then so i was like okay well maybe and she's like okay so she's like sending me other tickets she's like well this one's like 350 and i'm like that's a lot like Mm -hmm. i don't know if i can i can do that and then and then i'm also like I'm wanting, trying to get Bryce to come. He's not going to come. And then I'm like, well, I'm probably not going to go if Bryce doesn't go. Mm-hmm. And it was like a very like last minute thing where I asked the universe if it's in my highest and best, yeah. like help me, help me get to Shambhala. Mm-hmm. 
and I guess it was in my highest and best <laughs> because everything like slid together perfectly where I basically got my whole trip like paid for. Mm-hmm. It was it was like really, really crazy. Like yeah. I, I obviously was meant to be there because it was crazy. It was one of those like abundant like I knew that that was going to happen last year. I was like. I mean, also, yeah, and it was like a year. It was that was a year ago. So, you know, I feel like you're probably in a different place with like abundance mindset. Yeah, I've been just because we're like just because of that. I mean, that goes for like anyone like (coughs) like every year that, you know, every year you shift your mindsets and everything. So, you know, you were at whatever point that you were at. But it was such like, okay, we have to just trust. And if it's going to come together, like it's going to come together because, yeah, Yeah. I I had a feeling something like that would happen with it. And it did. It was just like, it was really cool. Yeah, I was at a way different stage in my, I don't know, abundance healing. Like this year was way different for stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Um, But it's such an interesting story just kind of to go to show how like the universe does have your back and if something's Mm -hmm. meant to be it'll be which is also really funny because I said that the entire time like over the winter with my friends like you should buy tickets even before that like you should buy tickets and I'm like if I meant like I I can't buy a ticket right right now but if I meant to be there I'll be there and like I said that to her over and over and over and there were some other people that I said that to too I was like if I meant to be there I'll be there and then as it and then as it's like the week of and she's like you should buy a ticket like these are going for really cheap I just kept saying, if I'm meant to be there, I'll be there. And I just like fully believe that. But anyway, so how it worked out is I seen some people were like offering trades for tickets. Yeah. So I was like, mm, maybe I could do that. And I actually wrote a post that was like, I would like trade like Reiki or a session or something for a ticket if anyone's like yeah. interested in that. And like I found I got lucky because like I guess you're not actually supposed to have those posts. Oh, but really? at the time, I think everything was a little unregulated and yeah, stuff. So yeah. I made this post and some guy commented a girl's name on it and that's all he commented and she wasn't even in the group and I just kind of like left it I was like oh she'll like reach out to me if she wants and nobody yeah. else was like really biting on it which I was kind of like oh like I kind of thought Shambhala would be more into right. this but like right. that's it's target audience it's also way. probably like depends on like engagement and who's yeah. like because there's so many things with that yeah um so I kind of like left it for a bit but it's like oh okay and then there was another guy who had made a post and said like I, I i'm trying to sell this ticket but i would also like do a trade if anyone mm-hmm. has any cool trades which is really cool oh yeah it's really cool that people would trade like some people would be like oh like i'll maybe like if you have cool artwork or like it's just i don't know you don't see people trading stuff like that no, no. ever but shambola people are into it so this one guy was like i want to sell my ticket but i'd be open to any cool trades blah 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 and then i was like well, like it's a guy you never know uh-huh. so like i said that i like did like spiritual work and sessions and stuff and i said that i did um a reiki so he was like okay yeah yeah i'll think about it and i was like okay sure whatever mm-hmm. and he so he he was like i'll keep your name in mind and i was like okay great um and then there was another girl who wasn't able to go from the states and she was she seen there was a lot of people that were trying to get tickets so she's like i'm just gonna kind of do something nice and i'm just gonna do a giveaway for my ticket Mm. so she did a giveaway on her instagram where she's like just like share my post and like tag somebody and like do like the whole like giveaway thing so i was like well yeah why not like i'll enter in that and Mm -hmm. like quite a few people entered into it and then also again because it's all very last minute um one of my friends that i met there and then another one of my friends who i met through that friend uh, she really, really wanted me to come and she was working really hard to try to get me yeah. to come, which was really sweet. 
And she found somebody who, because like, even if I were able to get a ticket, in my mind, I was still really, really worried about my lodging situation because my friends were in lodging, which is like up in the Enchanted Woods, like up in the trees. Yeah. So if I get just... Enchanted Woods? Yeah, casually. (laughs) So if I get a ticket and I'm in general admission camping, which is like out with everybody in the middle of this really hot, like dusty ass field i still need to get a tent i still need to get an air mattress never mind the rest of my my camping gear Mm -hmm. and i'm by myself and i and i've never been to this festival and i know it's like crazy yeah and i just like did not feel comfortable with that like i'll be honest like i still don't know if i would be comfortable camping by even knowing of the place by myself like in the general like admission camping yeah like nothing against it but it's just like it's just like different Mm -hmm. so i was like I was still not sure about that. I didn't know who I was going to camp with or how that was going to work. And then, um, so this beautiful friend comes through and she goes, okay, I know somebody who's not able to go and he's going to sell you his lodging, which is a a basic package, which has a tent and an air mattress already set up in a Mm -hmm. space that's in the enchanted woods that, which is near my friends, not right beside them, but near them. Mm -hmm. And he'll, he'll sell you that and his ticket for $200. And I was like, yeah, and I I almost like at the time I almost felt bad. Like I've worked through that now because I'm like, that's obviously how it was like meant to work out to support me to get there. But and he offered that to me like I wasn't like bartering him down. Like she she well, she was the one who told me that he would take that much for both of these, which is crazy because like the ticket is probably like five fifty ish yeah um that lodging was probably around 700 so like together for both of them for 200 right that was a really good value very good value so i'm like yeah done because i'm also and this also um so that solved the problem about the about the lodging right Mm -hmm. there and he has a ticket for 200 dollars. like yeah that was crazy so i'm like yeah yeah i'll take it and so in the span of like saying yes to that everything else kind of like came through too in the way that i also got in touch with that girl whose name was tagged on my post and we facetimed and she's like yeah i'll do a trade for you so we agreed on a trade so i also got that ticket yeah then that other guy who wanted to do the trade with the reiki he agreed to do a trade with me yeah and then the girl who um i entered in the giveaway i won her ticket yeah that okay that was the cherry (laughs) on top like when you told me all of this, so it was like you secured a really good price and then you took up like three, like two other things and then you fucking won the giveaway for another ticket. So you're like swimming in tickets at this point. Yeah. You started, with, started from the bottom. Now you're swimming in tickets. Yeah. <laughs> so crazy. So now I have three extra tickets yeah. and I'm like. I'm just going to, I'm going to sell these. Like I'm going to sell these and this is going to fund my trip because I still need gas to get there. I still Mm -hmm. need food. I still need like money, like to take out some cash Mm -hmm. to like fund myself for being there as well as like other things. Yeah. Um, to me because that because at this time like and i needed all of that yeah. to like to like get me there right. and like back you, you like you didn't have the you didn't have the means at the no. time no i was already like very like crunching it like even with the, like the mm-hmm. 200 for the ticket yep. and the lodging yeah so in my head i'm just like i wanted to find a ticket for 200 dollars. Mm-hmm. that's like in my head when i was trying to find a ticket that's what i kept saying like i somewhere at 250 i was like mm, and which was very low that was like yeah. on the low end but that's what i wanted to find um and so i said 
I will sell these for $200. I think that's fair. I mm-hmm. think that's what I wanted to pay. That's what I'll sell them for. Of course, they sold just like, so I, so I make money mm-hmm. off of these extra tickets yeah. and I fund my trip there. Cause and this is like, this was a bit of a drive. So like it had to pay for my gas. It had to pay for my groceries. I basically like I made money, but all the money went into my trip. So it yeah. was basically like yeah. I, I broke even. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. You, well, you got the whole, like you not only got your ticket paid for, you got your entire trip paid for. Yeah, and it was and it was basically just the trip, like every like it was just the trip that it yeah. completely supported. Yeah, exactly. Which is all that you needed. Which is all that I needed. Which is so crazy. <laughs> so there's no way that you can like be like, yeah, it wasn't meant to be. Maybe I shouldn't go. Like I was right. meant to yeah. go there. Yeah, I so had a feeling that was gonna happen, and I remember like you were so doubtful a lot in that process last year. But I was like, you were like, oh, I don't know if it's gonna work out. I was like. Mm. Oh, I think something might happen. Cause, yeah, because very close to the end, I, th- I cut, and I think yeah, that was you were really it. wavering. You were like, I don't know if it's gonna work out, but we were just like, whatever's meant to be. We release yes. control, and I kept putting that out there. Um, and I think I had to come to a point too, where I was like, I'm not sure if it's gonna work out, and I think that was also part of it because I ha- I release attachment at that yes, moment. Yes, because I remember thinking, you know what? What's the worst? If I don't go, I'm gonna stay home with Bryce. We're gonna have mm-hmm. a really nice weekend together. Yeah. It's nice and hot out. And then I was and I was kind of like, you know what? This is kind of exhausting trying yeah, to make I know, this work right? anyways. Like it's that like, kind of sounds nice at this point. Yeah. Like I'm okay with that. I'm good with that. Yeah. As soon as I like realized that and like lost that attachment, everything came together. Then it was almost, like, yeah, I'm going. It's almost like that's how the universe works. It's almost like how the universe works. But the yeah. only thing was is that because I couldn't get there until late on Friday, which, like, I didn't really think was that big of a deal. Um, but looking back, uh, you definitely want to, like, kind of make it a weak thing or go earlier. Yeah. Which is, like, from me learning from experience is what I did this year. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So then to keep speaking yeah, on... short. Ca- yeah, last year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Of what kind of what happened last year. So i'm obviously meant to go the universe has fully provided for me if i'm meant to be there i'll be there and i'm mm-hmm. going and i get there late on friday i have to wait in line to get in not much of a line i have no this is a big festival i have no like i'm by myself yeah i have no idea like they i got there to the gates i think like things were a little disorganized last year because they had yeah. a lack of volunteers uh-huh. and so i with the lodging i'm supposed to get express entry which i did but they like just like opened up this gate into this forest with this long pathway and they're just like yeah just like go down here and it was because that that is not the way bryce and i went this year like mm-hmm. i seen the gate and i'm like i went through there last year and it was like in the dark and it was like windy and it was like through this field of cars and then mm-hmm. cars are parked in the middle and i have to go around them yeah and i had to like facetime my friend at the time and be like where am i i don't know what to do and she's like oh i don't know just like keep going keep going so that was like a trip in itself because i remember it being just like so windy and Mm -hmm. like difficult to like get my like find my way through yeah and then like finally i get and it's also dark so it's like really hard to like know where you're at or get your bearings Mm -hmm. i finally get to the place where the lodging is my friends meet me there uh they're like ready to like trip on acid yeah. so <laughs> on lsd yeah so they're like okay like let's get this show on the road Drugs are ready yeah because it was like midnight by the time i got in mm-hmm. and like the the party is well on its way yeah. like let like yeah so that Party night goes. i kind of just like threw everything at my tent i quickly got dressed didn't even set anything up mm-hmm. um and then yeah then we he- headed off to the party and 
my friend was with a bunch of a big group of their friends that likes to go to festivals and was maybe like 20 ish people mm-hmm. i want to say yeah um group. so that was a lot too because i felt like all day like just the drive there and getting everything figured out like you're kind of naturally just in fight and flight like just yeah. trying not trying to be but you're very much like your nervous system is like yeah. jacked up yeah how could it not be there's a lot yeah. going on and now i'm in this new place like these lights are going it's very overwhelming all these new people and i was just like like okay so i kind of mm-hmm. just like followed everyone around yeah and and like and also like i was so dependent on my friends too because i didn't know where the fuck i was yeah like they had all been before to sham to a shams yeah yeah but like i especially because i came in the dark like i mm-hmm. couldn't walk myself back to i couldn't even go to the bathroom by yeah. myself yeah like you know like this year at least i would have been like okay i have to go to the bathroom like bryce and i probably still would have went together right. but i would have been like okay i'm gonna go here and i'll like meet you guys back i mean there were sometimes like i definitely still in the night like i'd go to like leave and i'd be like overwhelmed as to where i'm at and i didn't know where to go but i still would have been like fine or yeah. like yeah been able to find my way but then i actually couldn't because i'd never been there before and it's dark mm-hmm. and i i didn't know most of the people that were with us mm-hmm. yeah it was yeah you were just like part of the group last year. i was just part of the group and yeah like i said couldn't couldn't go to the washroom by myself couldn't go get water by myself couldn't go back to my campground to mm-hmm. by myself like i'd have to ask my friend or ask somebody yeah every single time because yeah, i can't get separated yeah like I'm, I, I was just so lost um but yeah, and it was great. Like I had a really great time the first year I went to, but it was very much just kind of like following the rest of the group. Mm-hmm. And I found that since I was so overwhelmed, I was just like a little bit like um, just taking it all in and observing a lot at first. Yeah, right, right, right. Which is kind of how I can be. Like I think it's just how mm-hmm. I like process information and stuff. Yeah, um, a lot to observe there too. <laughs> a lot to observe, a lot going on. It's not just like a party. It's like there's so much going on there. So much. And um, and I tend to be like that in large groups mm-hmm. at first too. I find like I'm really good one-on-one with people. But in large groups, I'm like, and it's more of a subconscious thing. Like I'm more aware of it now, but it's just mm-hmm. like, am I safe here? So I'm kind of just like observing until I feel like I'm safe. So I would say over the course of the weekend, I like opened up more and more and I had a great time the whole entire time. Yeah. Um, like the music was great. It was so fun to dance. It was so fun to Mm -hmm. see my friends. I was definitely, I found like more, um, with the group kind of like by Sunday, I was definitely being like being myself a little bit more because I, I do find that, I can interact with the group and I I can be like actually quite funny and like Mm -hmm. stuff, but it takes like a little, a second for that to like come out of me in like new situations. Yeah, definitely. Uh, So I started finding that anyways (coughs) by the end. But since I was kind of um, just along for the ride and it was like a little bit of a whirlwind, I didn't bring anything to trade and I wasn't um, like seeking out experiences like on my own. Yeah, it wasn't as much of like the type of experience that it was this time or it was different. Yeah. So this year with knowing what I was getting myself into, having my partner come with me, having Bryce come with Mm me. Uh, I was a little bit more prepared and also like intentional. Like I set intent before I went yeah. um, and even intent to make it like a, like um, a spiritual weekend too, as much yeah. as like a fun yeah. weekend. 
And so my idea was, is I thought it would be cool. And we were going to go earlier this time too. So it wasn't so overwhelming for me to get there in the dark at mm-hmm. like super late. So we right. went like a few days before this time. Um, my idea was I wanted to do Oracle cards. Like if I met somebody, like kind of do like a little reading or shuffle some cards and mm-hmm. I wanted to like let them keep the card. Yeah. But uh, I obviously didn't want to do that with my special cards. So. Yeah. I was in my head, I'm like, maybe I could find like some little like angels or like fairy cards that are kind of like a mini deck Mm -hmm. or like small. So I was looking around for that and didn't really find anything. But I came across these other little cards that were even like way smaller, kind of like little pieces of paper. Yeah. Little pink pieces of paper that had like sayings on the back of them, Mm -hmm. which was like perfect, which was even kind of better. Mm -hmm. Than I was thinking of because then you can like give them away to people mm-hmm. and there was like a whole bunch of them in this little container so I was like oh I'll get these this will be perfect and then I also got a bunch of little tiny crystals I got rose quartz mm-hmm. and there were some other ones that I got in there too um so then I had that with me and I took that with me down to the stages and I also packed my Palo Santo mm-hmm. and spiritual experience so yeah like one of the nights Bryce and I left to go put on like warmer clothes and he'd never been there so we're like let's like just like explore and like walk around Mm -hmm. and that was a lot of fun because it was just like the two of us and you just kind of get to run around because it's just again this very much like yeah you guys get to just like explore together yeah like this Mm -hmm. fairy tale kind of wonderland yeah right you just feel like you're you're also like so like disconnected from reality that it's like yay nothing's real Woo, let's run around yeah 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 yeah, literally and like bryce hasn't seen it before i would like to even explore more and adventure more so Mm -hmm. we did that and then um he's like oh let's uh let's use the cards i was like oh yeah great Mm -hmm. idea so at first we we just went together and we took them out and I like just would walk up to somebody and I'd like put out a bunch of cards and I'd let them like choose their mm-hmm. own card. And it was so much fun. Like we would just like, like this was behind the stages and kind of more the common area. There's a lot of stuff going there. There was like a wishing tree and mm-hmm. places to sit down and other kind of cool like art installments and yeah. stuff. And people are just like laying down on the grass and sitting and taking a moment. And we would just like walk up to like a couple or a group of people and be like, hey, pick a card. It was just like so much fun because like I just well, I'd walk up and be like, hey, do you want to pick a card? And they'd be like, oh, my God. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it would just be like fun to see people's face light up. Because at first they're kind of like like walk like they're watching you walk up to them like, oh, what's this person going to do? And then you're like, yeah. oh, pick a card. And they're like, oh, yeah. Like they're so into it. Yeah. And that's that was also something that's like, really, you know, pushed me out of my comfort zone because yeah. like imagine like walking around the supermarket and being <laughs> I know, like, right? hey, pick a card. Like, yeah, like, no, that is true. Like, come to think of it like that is even somewhere like there, like that is pretty out of comfort zone. Like you have to just walk up to someone and just. Yeah. And you never like anyone could react, be like, no, I don't want to, which is totally right. fine. If you don't want to, you don't yeah. want to. Yeah, yeah. Um, but we didn't get any reactions like that. Like everyone yeah, was everyone. so pumped like yeah. every time and it was so yeah. fun. Um, and it's then like they, such a good idea too for the of what to do. Like that's like perfect. Yeah, I loved it. And then like they would like pick a card and then it would have like their little like saying or phrase on it. And then they would just like look at you. And it was so sweet. <laughs> yeah. Like we had so many just like really cool connections from that because people would like look at their card and be like oh my god like i needed to like yeah i needed to hear this right now and me being me i'm like i know yeah right and then they're just like looking at me and i'm like i know or they're just like oh my god like 
this is so true. And I'm yeah. like, I know. Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, how do you know? I'm like, because I know. Like, yeah. Obviously. Like, obviously. Like, you put the intention into it. You infused it with all this good, loving intention. Almost like you picked your car. Like, it's yeah. obviously going to be what you need. Right. Like, exactly. <laughs> like, obviously. It's magic. Yeah. Like, I just know that. But it, it was really cool because I... I don't know. I don't know if a lot of people had seen that before. And I can yeah. see they really appreciate it. Right, right, right. Yeah, probably not. Like, probably other other little things, but not as much, like, little spiritual cards and stuff like that. And also, like, it's your vibration and, like, you coming, like, you know, there's an unspoken, like, there's a subconscious thing that people are probably just, like, feel your, like, spiritual, like, fairy energy, like, trying to sprinkle some dust on them. And they probably feel that. And they're like, oh, yeah, so there's a lot of like, you know, energetic exchange. Yeah. Yeah, it was really sweet too. Like some people just like look at it and they look like I seen a couple people like, you know, like shed tears really? or like their yeah. eyes get watery Aww. and they're just like, oh, and then there's like, can I give you a hug? And it's yeah. like, yeah, or it was like just a really good icebreaker yeah too in the way that then bryce and i are like where are you guys from like mm-hmm. how's your shams and then like we're really connecting and like having conversations mm-hmm. with these like random people yeah but like we're meant to be in yes. that moment connecting yes. with those people for a reason yeah it was just really cool and then that was also like my first experience exchanging things because then all like i didn't even think like at the time when i was handing them out i didn't even think about it but then they're like here here's this little duck or yeah, here's yeah. this like cool light up ring and i'm yeah. like oh wow this is so right. cool yeah no i can totally imagine how something like that like in person it's like a different thing to experience like because it is true that we don't have that much like stranger human interaction connection unfortunately it's like just true like you it's not often that you're going up to strangers and just trying to connect with a random person and and then that connection being like successful or like you feeling like the love from it it's like it's just kind of rare so special yeah yeah it was really cool and we had even like a couple like a couple uh, ones that like stuck out too like i know bryce we're walking around and at first we kind of were tending to go up to like groups of girls it kind of seemed and then he's like we should go up to a guy i'm like yeah "Yeah, obviously we should go up to a guy he's like we should go up to a guy that's sitting by himself. And I'm like, yeah, yeah we should do that. Uh-huh. And so like we seen someone that was just like sitting alone and we went up there and I'm like, here, pick a card. And he's like, he's like, I don't know. And I'm like, go with your instinct. Pick the first one that you're going mm-hmm. to. And he's like, okay. And he like picks it and it says, follow your intuition. And he's mm-hmm. like, it was just so funny because he's just like staring at me. He's like, <laughs> he's like you said you said follow your intuition and then i picked your my intuition and i'm like and i'm just like i know yeah (laughs) and it was just it was just so sweet though because then he just like opens up to us about like i think maybe he had been recently having a hard time and Mm -hmm. he had lately the theme had kept coming up for him which was follow his intuition he was Mm -hmm. trying to and like this was like such a great reminder for him that he needs to like follow his intuition yeah yeah so then we had a really good uh conversation about like what that looks like and how you can do that oh yeah oh yeah it was really it was really really special and yeah it's just funny and then he's like are you like a spiritual guide or something? And I'm just like, yeah, I am. And he's just like, what? <laughs> like, he's just like so Bible. I'm like, I am. And he's yeah. like, okay. <laughs> it was really it's so cool. funny. I do feel like sometimes I forget like that. I don't know. You know, sometimes you get like accustomed to like, like these things or 
things with um like spirituality and intuition and but you forget that to some people like it's super magical or like you know but even though i mean all of those synchronistic things are and i still obviously have like those moments but you know just i guess like things that sometimes you wouldn't expect to be that big of a deal like can be a really big deal to other people and it's awesome it's cute yeah yeah it was really cool it was really cool to see i guess it through other people's eyes and how like it lit them up to maybe like get that message at that time or even have those like conversations yeah yeah Yeah. that was such a good call from bryce to uh, go up to people that were sitting alone yeah and so and then you were also plugging the podcast and so this person this specific one with a trust your intuition card right this person then started listening to the podcast yeah so if you're listening shout out to you i know you know exactly who you are so i'm really happy i met you that night it was really really cool and thank you for listening like oh my god you just never know like what someone needs like go up to more people yeah it's just like such a this whole thing is just such a a lesson on all of that it's like yo like we need to be doing that more often and then he had um he had a polaroid camera it turns out so he's like oh can i take a photo of bryce and of you and bryce i'm like yeah like i would love that so (laughs) so he took a photo of us and that was like his exchange to us too and it Mm -hmm. was just yeah it was just really sweet and then i think that was the first time i thought about mentioning the podcast and i was because i was like we were having this conversation about following your following your intuition what that looks like and then i was like you know what like you might really enjoy listening to this like and if you don't like you don't Mm -hmm. like but it just like came to my head i'm like i should tell you that about this Mm. podcast and i did and i'm really really happy i did has been enjoying listening (laughs) i hope so i think so he's been listening (laughs) and so that was really interesting too because that kind of tipped off this thing where throughout the weekend whenever i'd meet someone they seem to be like spiritual Uh and i'm and it's just like it's just so interesting yeah. and even bryce was just like noticing that too mm-hmm. it was also really fun to share that with him because like he enjoyed doing the cards so much and it was mm-hmm. just like so cool to watch your partner like also enjoy that connection yeah. with somebody else and yeah. just like me just being like wow like yeah just like appreciate like how much he like loves and cares like for other people mm-hmm. too and wants that connection to share that together yeah. was like really really special mm-hmm. yeah like you guys were going up to people like as a couple and like blessing them basically <laughs> like you were just yeah you were just blessing people as a couple and it's like you know people remember that yeah for sure and i mean and, and then eventually like when we got a little more confident we were actually just like splitting off like he was mm-hmm. like here you take these cards i'll take these cards and then we just like went yeah which was fun too um yeah and i and then like in the crowd too i was just like lighting up my palo santo like doing like mm-hmm. a little smudge and it's just like it's so interesting because there's so many people there and of course at Chambala there's going to be like some spiritual mm-hmm. people um but there's also like a lot that probably aren't that yeah. are just that yeah mm-hmm. which is totally fine that 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 they're there or that yeah. like wouldn't appreciate it the same or maybe right. wouldn't recognize like the palo santo and i remember at this one stage where bryce and i were alone because we got split up from, from our friends for a bit and this like i light my palo santo and all of a sudden he's like he's like that's coming from you and he like recognized it yeah yeah 
and it was just like a funny moment too because he's like please smudge me and like he just had this moment where he's like he's like i haven't prayed today like i need to pray he's like i need i need a smudge yeah and we chat and i gave him a card and a crystal and he's like oh my god i love rose quartz like i have rose quartz on my altar at home mm-hmm. and then so then we're talking about our altars and we're having these again these like spiritual conversations mm-hmm. which was really yeah. cool and what you intended for right yeah which is also like mm-hmm. such, yeah like you put your intent into something and then like watch it blossom mm-hmm. even with my like my intent the year before was just to go and yeah, like right. and that was the biggest hurdle to get through and like yeah. everything that i needed perfectly lined up for me to go mm-hmm. and like situations like that or even like this when it's like the people that are supposed to be connecting with me or coming to me like there's no mm-hmm. there's no way around it like it's right. like it's those pe- those are the people i'm meeting mm-hmm. and it's like those are the things too that are like the miracles of the world even though i don't know if i believe in miracles because it's just like this is this is our reality now like this Mm -hmm. is what this is what we can make happen yeah that's interesting right it's like everything's a miracle yeah (laughs) yeah i mean like it's not that i don't believe in miracles it's just it's just the wording of it right it makes it sound like it's rare yeah yeah and it doesn't have to be that way and it's just like the this is how you weave and create your reality and then this is like it actually like happening mm-hmm. it's like just crazy it is <coughs> yeah and then so with that guy too i i did tell him about the podcast so i hope also shout out to you if you're out there listening yes. but yeah. i had a few of those moments where i was just like and i i only brought it up if i um felt like they were supposed to hear about it right so mm-hmm. so it still was an intuitive thing about mm-hmm. yeah spreading spreading the good word Mm -hmm. (laughs) oh yeah it's awesome sounded to me like a very lovely magical experience yeah and there was another couple um that i went up to and i actually sat down and chatted with them for a while um and just like oh where are you from how's it going like the conversation was like really flowing mm-hmm. and then also they were talking about some spiritual stuff i brought up the podcast and he's like oh no way like let me follow you so he's like let me follow your instagram and so mm-hmm. we're like exchanging instagrams and then I, I come to find out that they own like a really really big raveware oh, yes, company one, yeah like like over a hundred thousands of followers on uh-huh. instagram that like i've followed for a really long time and I'm like, no way. This is like so cool. And I like just randomly walked up to them. Like, I didn't know. Yeah. And he like gave me like a $200 credit to use yeah, yeah. on their raveware site, which I'm so excited for. And I was like, also, I was just, I was just like, that's so nice. Yes. Abundance. Abundance. Like you could have given me yeah. a duck or something, which I love the ducks from everyone. Yeah. But like. Yeah. You just got, you just got $200 worth of raveware. He thought that was like special enough. And then on that site he like followed our podcast so also if you're listening shout out to you super cool and awesome and i'm happy that you're here Mm -hmm. um but yeah like all those connections were just so 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 cool um just like all the right people at the right time and connecting there was a bunch of other people too so there was a, yeah, there was another girl in the crowd where we kind of just like made eye contact and she was basically like, do you want to be friends? And I was like, yep, yeah, sure. <laughs> really? But, but, but like talking, well, like talking to her though, like um, she gave me a little duck and I gave her a crystal and she was like, oh my God, like it really hit her too because yeah. she's like, I, I've wanted to bring crystals. I've always wanted to bring crystals and I haven't and I didn't. And, uh-huh. and she starts telling me about her like Lemurian yeah. crystals yeah. and I was like, okay, yeah, you're, you're, right. you're on the wavelength. Right. So. You were supposed to be, you were supposed to talk to her. 
yeah exactly so yeah. i told her about it too so also shout out to you mm-hmm. shout out everyone in case they're listening because mm-hmm. they might you know be. that i'm like acknowledging you probably title this episode something about shambhala <laughs> <laughs> oh for sure yeah um yeah so yeah just super cool how all of these spiritual mm-hmm. people found their way to me and yeah. we didn't exchange and because i mean like with the podcast that's what we're wanting to build is this like community mm-hmm. where we can talk about these things and people can feel safe mm-hmm. and feel like like they're understood and they're seen yeah. and yeah mm-hmm. yeah sounds like really nice little interactions and everything and um yeah and i think the people that you know discovered it that like the podcast or just whatever i just yeah it was just really nice that you got to go around and like give people some some joy yeah i had a really cool experience doing that this year Mm -hmm. and then like some and you would still sometimes meet people randomly in other circumstances too like there was one time during the day when bryce and i were walking back to our camp and this girl's just like lost she's just like I don't know where I'm going. Like, mm-hmm. can you please help me? And we're like, oh yeah, sure. So we're like, oh, just like follow us. And then we just like start talking. And she's like, I took a little bit of mushrooms today and blah, blah, blah. And yeah. And I was speaking with her because uh in some of my past experiences with mushrooms, even when I was on the ranch, I was getting really, really anxious. And I spoke about that on the podcast too. So you yeah. can go listen to that episode. Yeah. Um, I think a, just a couple before this yeah. one, probably. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh last year when i was at shambhala too i did try lsd one night and i also had a similar experience where i got mm, yeah. quite where i was quite anxious on it or i kind of went in, in and out of these waves of anxiousness and it was just um shifting of energy and things that i needed to move through because this year when I was in Shambhala, there was still like these shifts of energy and things that I needed to move through. And it was very palpable and I could feel that. And that's the same thing that was happening last year. And it's just things that are coming to the surface to be like looked at and healed. And yeah, yeah but it was yeah. interesting for me because I'm like, this isn't fair. Like, why does everyone else get to take these like psychedelics and they're just like acting goofy and funny and giggly and they're having this great time. And I'm like feeling like the shell of a person and I'm like going inward Mm -hmm. and I'm having all of these like really intrusive and like Mm -hmm. anxious thoughts coming up. Mm -hmm. Um, and that was my experience on the ranch was I was like, very hyper aware of what everyone thought of me yeah even though i knew i was in a safe space like Mm -hmm. fundamentally i know i'm in a safe space and i know i can trust these people but all of a sudden i'm like do i look weird am Mm -hmm. i talking weird am i standing up too much am i not am i standing standing Mm -hmm. up not enough should i sit down does my arm look weird like Mm -hmm. i was very in my head and when i tried lsd last year at Chambala mm-hmm. <laughs> without Bryce, with a big group of people that I didn't really know that well. Yeah. It was a lot. Yeah. It was a lot. I don't regret trying it because I was meant to have that experience, but I was really going in and out of these like anxious bursts. It was like, yeah. Yeah. It was like waves. Yeah. <clears throat> and I had recently, um, felt that way yeah like i said with the mushrooms again so i was kind of like i want Mm -hmm. i want to do these psychedelics but i'm also like not 
not sure I don't I don't want to be in that space again mm-hmm. anyway so I, I was so I seen this girl and she was saying she did mushrooms and I was kind of like ah, I'd like to like try this stuff but I'm like worried about this and she's like I was kind of anxious earlier during the day and then I talked to this guy who took me on this quest and he told me about he, he gave me these little coins to set my intent with and I was like huh and she showed me them and she kept She's like, they keep bringing me back to the present because I like have them. So shout out, shout out to that girl too. Mm-hmm. Um, she kept holding them in her hands oh, and kind of coins, moving them. rubbing two coins yeah. together. Huh. I guess that could bring you back to the present moment. Just like a little, little thing, like grounding kind of thing. Yeah. I think there was something special about these coins too. Like they weren't like hmm. regular. Like I think they were, I don't know what they were, but they weren't like Canadian currency yeah. coins or anything else that I yeah they looked kind of magical yeah <coughs> she's like yeah but they keep like rubbing them in my hands or like and it keeps bringing me to the present moment and grounding me and remembering my intent and then i was like that really um was really thought-provoking for me or really like activating where i was like duh an intent and now this seems so 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 simple like with the plant medicine, make mm-hmm. an intent. Mm-hmm. And keep coming back to it. Like, well, do I mean, mean, you don't have like, to what use do you the mean, coins. What do you mean by like the duh realization? What was the realization? For, the realization was for myself. Yeah. Because, and then I said, so did you like feel be- better after you did that? And she's like, yeah, I did. Like after that, I've been good. And I just, I just had this like pff, moment or this like realization where I'm like, I didn't set an intent last year mm-hmm. when I used the LSD. I didn't set an intent when I was at the ranch. Yeah, which seems just like using using those like drugs or plant medicine or whatever with it paired with an intention. Well, yeah, and plant medicine is obviously so 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 powerful. It's here to teach. I'm also like a spiritual person who's like tapped in to these kinds of things. So like to use the plant and not even like connect with it Mm -hmm. it's just like it was just this moment where it's like yeah duh Michaela I'm surprised you didn't set an you didn't set an intention with the mushrooms at Lucia's that time the microdosing I don't think so we Mm. muscle tested to decide if we were going to use them or not but I don't think I actually set an intent Mm. before before using it because I, I just don't think I at the time I don't think I thought about it. And I think it's just that thought because I think I was with other people and we're talking and chatting and they're taking them. And I felt like I think I was already like held in this space and this energy, Mm -hmm. which I was. But I think just connecting and making that personal, that personal intent. And that was just like such an aha moment for me because even it's been coming in stronger and stronger for me to connect with and listen to the plants. I have a lot of past lives as a witch and as like a medicine woman in particular. I talked about in previous episodes. Yeah. At the ranch, I had uh I had lots of sessions where like talk to the plants kept coming in mm-hmm. or lots of sessions where I was healing past lives as a medicine woman. Yeah. Or something like that. And then after these sessions, I don't know if I've talked about this on the podcast yet, the white praying mantis that I seen. No. So I also recently seen a white praying mantis, which is like, I think really rare. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know if I've ever even seen a praying yeah, mantis I didn't in my even life. Know that, that existed. 
never mind a white one yeah and it was really interesting because it was after i was at the ranch and while we were there we talked about the mantis beans because the mantis beans are really high vibrational there is mantis beans out there mm-hmm. um like ea talks about like yeah. her like next lifetime as a mantis mm-hmm. bean yeah they're an interdimensional being and lucia has some really incredible stories and interactions she's had with like mantis beans that are like mind-blowing mm-hmm. and i didn't really think much of it when i was there i was like oh that's really cool and then um a little bit after I seen this white praying mantis and I like did this double take because Lucia and at the ranch has also been talking about the return of the white lions and the return of the white animals Mm -hmm. um, signifying this like moving into like the new age and time. And there has been this up and coming of the white animals. Ooh, interesting. And, And I also was like, well, maybe a white praying mantis is like a thing. Like, I don't know, but even just seeing a mantis was really cool. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then I Googled it and it was like, I think pretty rare to see a white one. Yeah, like if I saw a white praying mantis just out in the wild or wherever like you were, I would be like, (sighs) I would be like, what the fuck? Like, that seems like the cool omen. Yeah. Yeah, it's a very cool omen. I've been blessed. So I asked the mantis if I could take a picture of him, her, or I don't know. Mm -hmm. And I did. And I remember sending it to uh, the group that I had with Linking Awareness. And someone was like, you need to talk. Like, you need to sit, set space and like talk Talk to this mantis, which again, I'm like, duh, Michaela. Like, but at the time I was just busy and I didn't even think about it. And so I did. And the mantis was very clear. He said... I keep thinking this man like every time i feel into the mantis it's like genderless so i keep saying he yeah. or she or they huh. i don't know anyways interesting yeah very interesting yeah um the mantis said listen to the plants and i was like okay and so i sat with that for a bit and then someone else pointed out on my picture that i had taken of the mantis that so it the mantis was sitting on a sign uh-huh. that said guest washrooms yeah but the sign you could see the mantis and it said shrooms yeah which i thought was really oh, interesting guess right okay yeah yeah because you could so, so it was just cut off so it said guest shrooms yeah yeah which i just thought was interesting with the like the message of listen to the plants yeah and having the mushrooms yep. at yep. the well nothing's an accident nothing's coincidental so yep that's part of it yeah Anyways, so then back to Shambhala, I'm meeting this girl that's talking about um, her intent when she's doing the mushrooms. Mm-hmm. I'm like, the mantis comes and I'm like, intent, because I also wanted to try LSD again that night with mm-hmm. Bryce. Um, and I was a little worried about it. And yeah. I'm just like, intent, intent, duh, intent, mm-hmm. like intent. Like I just, it all came, it just came this realization that the plants want to work with you but it's mm-hmm. like a, it's a co-creation like you don't just take and use and mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. and yeah so they, they want right. to they want to weave with you and like setting the intent is like a co-creation yeah and it's almost like it's like if you're gonna ha- have some blended conscious experience with the plants it's like there has to be an intent um because then what is it it's just a just swirling directionless (laughs) and it's like they can do maybe they can have their intent their intention or something or they can have 
what they you know would want but yeah it has to there has to be an attention some direction coming from you yeah so and then in other cases is that when because psychedelics are healing Mm -hmm. like they're they're healing they're healing for your brain they're healing for trauma in the body yeah so then it's like my anxiousness just like trauma being shaken up to the surface and it's like they choose like how the healing's gonna happen and how and how that's gonna work um and i mean and there's a lot of layers to that because like with the shaking there's also like a kundalini activation but there's also there's something there's like a healing going on with with something because the anxiety i had been feeling before was like it was shaking my whole body mm-hmm. so there's something going on there but anyways i had the realization that intent and so i was like it was really cool that i met this girl yeah. and she gave me this intent this this realization yeah and like she was also cool and i exchanged the podcast with her and then I went to hug her and she hugged me on the left side. Oh, that was that girl? Yeah. yeah. Which was really, really cool because she also, she's like, oh, you hugged me on the left side. Like she realized it and spoke mm-hmm. to it before I even did, which um, I don't know if I if I did mention this on the previous no, ones, but I don't think we talked about it. Yeah. It's a thing that people hug on the right side. Like I think over time, humans have been programmed and conditioned to guard our hearts. Oh, is that why? Because, yeah, so, like, the the background was, like, yeah, so hugging on the left side. So, basically, like, you'd, if you're looking at the other person, you'd go to the right. And then, so when I was at the ranch, like, Lucia, like, hugged only on the the left side and i didn't realize that like i i thought that like i don't know hugging can be awkward in general yeah. or in terms of directions right yeah, there's totally. always gonna be like a little dance of like and when she, lucia, lucia was going to hug me on the left and like and when i realized it wasn't one of those like oh ooh, ooh, like what side are we gonna go to and she was just so insistent on the left i was like why am i i didn't even realize that i was so like that i had a a tendency to go to the other side it was very subconscious like i did i thought i was more like oh either way which it probably is sometimes like a combination of either way but i thought it was so much more like whatever for me and um yeah and then you know when we first hugged (laughs) you went to the other side too but then i asked lucia about it and she explained it so then i now i understand but it does feel unnatural and i i didn't realize why like i i didn't think that i would have had a preferred side and like there is something that feels unnatural about going to the right for me your direction whatever heart to heart yeah because well, going to the left to, for you left of the other person it's the right to it's like you yeah. lean to yeah. the right when you look at the person yeah but yeah 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 and so the girl pointed out she's like oh heart to heart like yeah. heart to heart hug like i love that she's like not many people do that and so like it was in linking awareness that I kind of switched yeah. that because we talked about that, about hugging heart to heart and how most you like, we just are kind of programmed and subconsciously regarding our heart. Yeah. So by the end of my linking awareness um, experiences, I was hugging everyone there, like really in nice hugs, like um, heart to heart. Mm-hmm. And so then I was, I got used to that where I was now yeah. automatically going to the left side mm-hmm. I was hugging Bryce that way at home and I was trying to hug other people that way. But it was interesting because I know we did like a camping trip right after we did. uh, I did the Lincoln Awareness of it. It was so awkward because I kept like uh, like bumping heads because they would just go to the right. And I was like noticing it so much. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Because at the ranch, everyone was going to the left. It's just funny because usually it's not usually a situation where it's like someone is so insistent on hugging in their direction. It's usually (laughs) just... It's usually just like a um, 
like oh uh, maybe an awkward moment and then and then you switch but <laughs> that's why i was like so taken aback or confused with the lucia thing um when she was so insistent i was like oh okay i guess it's this side and then i was the only one that had to feel awkward <laughs> about switching my side well and because it's also doesn't feel as awkward before that before you know because most people automatically go to the right anyway so usually you are both going to like the yeah. right side that's gonna be it for this episode next week we'll have a continuation of this shambhala part two thank you so much for listening please make sure to give us a rating review and subscribe to us on youtube please follow me on instagram at interdimensional.astrophysics and michaela is at mariposa moonchild thank you we'll see you next time Thank you.